podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Bro, that intro was nice. What the hell was that? Oh, my goodness. Sweet. That was nice. What's up, you guys? I'm Sai. <laughs> and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. On the channel, we got podcasts and interviews, content on all sorts of subjects. Tonight's show is wrestling. We're talking NXT TakeOver. And the voice you just heard before mine, I'll be speaking to, <laughs> is post-wrestling interviewer and writer, I also has his own YouTube channel, Andrew Thompson Interviews. Mr. Andrew Thompson, welcome, my friend. How are you? What's up, Sam? What's going on? That intro was hell. I like that. That was a good intro. I, I, that like caught that. me off guard, man. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's good. It's good. It saves me hours in edit. So I'm happy to use this software, and it's going well as well. It's like it's not giving me any problems. Touch wood. Touch wood. Because the last podcast we did, which we used Zoom, we got like towards the end of the Royal Rumble, and then oh, man. just all hell went broke loose. It just very, I was so gutted. And then when I tried to edit it, I had problems with the edit, my laptop, and I was just like, geez. Yeah. So NXT TakeOver Portland, my friend. Good yeah, show. Man. It was a good show. It was a real good show. I really enjoyed it top to bottom. Uh, another really good TakeOver. Like, once again, they always. Uh, deliver these shows like top notch. Like a, a really like underrated aspect of these shows, man, is the the crowd. Like the crowd is like so into these shows, and it, it makes the matches feel so much more like than than what it is. And then like it's not even just that; it's just the matches are like really really good. And then the crowd also just answered up like to another level. Yeah, man, it's like. <sighs> And what people sometimes forget is because obviously NXT is in full sale for their TV. But when mm. they do these takeovers, they're in the same size arenas as the, you know, Raw and SmackDown do their mm. shows. And the crowds are so much more, so much more invested in every match than they are for the, the Raw and the SmackDown matches. Like when they when you have like a pay-per-view, like Elimination Chamber or something, the fans will get into the matches at certain points. Like they're trained mm. when the near fall starts or whatever to, to get into it. But NXT, they are into it from start to finish. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I just, what what really impresses me with the takeovers is there's never been a bad one. There's never even really mm. been like an off off show. They've all just been so good. And it takes takes a lot to have that many shows be this good they deserve a lot of credit for what, 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 what would you say has been the best takeover that you've seen so far oh, i don't know i someone else asked me this the other day and i just i really enjoyed the one where sammy Zayn fought nakamura 
the mm. WrestleMania week, that WrestleMania one, that was one of my Take favorites. Dallas. But I really like Kevin Owens' debut as well, where he has his match and then he turns on Sami Zayn at the end after Sami Zayn's won the title. I, I really, I, really like this one as well. I, I think the, I think the best takeover of all time was uh, New Orleans. I definitely think that was the best one, the one when they had the the ladder match for the North American title. Yeah, and yeah. Al- 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 Alistair Black beat Andrade, and then dude Gar- Gargano and Champa had that 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 first match. Oh my goodness, that match was crazy. And that the Heat Champa got when he came out, man. Like I ain't I had never seen nothing like that. Like people just legit. Well, as a matter of fact, and it's funny. We here we go. We we be getting off off topic already, but uh, mm-hmm. like I, I had seen uh, GCW's Run, Run Ricky Run show the other day. If you get a chance to watch this, go back and watch the main event. It was uh, Ricky Shane Page versus uh, Nick Gage for the GCW World Title, bro. At the end of the match, people were so pissed that this dude Ricky Shane Page won the title. Like I lied to you, not legit. Nearly every person that was in the crowd was throwing like beer bottles, throwing water Jeez. bottles, throwing every damn thing in the ring at Ricky Shane Page and his crew. I'm talking about like flooding the ring, flooding wow. the ring with like beer bottles and like, dude, it was wow. And like the like just seeing how much people like legit hate this dude, like they want this dude to lose that title so bad, and like it was just crazy. Saying that. I was like, like uh, other than that, like just off the top. Uh, those that's the only thing I can compare to like the the champ of the walkout at takeover uh, New Orleans. Like that's the only thing I can compare it to. Yeah, that heat was just crazy, wasn't it? Um, well, I like uh, they they're all so good. That's the problem. They, they, there's not very many where you think, yeah, wasn't that great? Like the one with Charlotte versus Bailey. Mm. It's a great show. Um, and I thought this one was incredible and what i like about this particular show is not just that the matches were insanely good but the storytelling the storytelling mm. i thought was outstanding um every every match had like a little bit of story to go in like it going into what's next even the first match where they didn't really do an angle as such afterwards just the way keith lee treated Dominic Dijakovic afterwards was a story, a story in itself. Why can't they just? Why can't they just call him Dijakovic? Stupid, so stupid. I was, I was, I was waiting. I was that, that, that that's one in the name box draw. That name box draw right there. <laughs> it does my nothing. Like why can't like? Uh, Let's call him Donovan Dijak, bro. Yeah, why do they need to change his name to Dominic? Dijakovic. 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 <laughs> That's what it is. Um, hey, real, real, real quick, Sal, real quick. Uh, did, did, did you think Krilla Cost was going to debut at the end of TakeOver last night? Because I, 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 I was really expect. I was well, I, I was hoping for it, not expect. I was really hoping he was going like so, debut at some point. I, uh, before last Friday, I was. Mm. Uh, last Friday when they started doing those glitches in the SmackDown show, mm. um, like throughout the show. Oh yeah, and I, that, oh, yeah, that, that changed my did. that changed my you, thoughts. You th- you think that's him? Yo, th- yeah. I thought that was the fiend. No, I think my choices were either the Undertaker. That's a good one. 
and I thought what would be quite good is if they keep doing it and then at uh, Super Showdown they do an angle where the Taker comes back to face the, the Fiend at Mania. I'd rather see that and see oh, did the you, Fiend. Did you, did you see the um the report from um from Russell's own? I think Which they did they, they they first reported they said that uh it's supposed to be the Undertaker versus AJ at WrestleMania. Like that's the plan. Yeah, right now. yeah, yeah. I think that'd be real good. I think if anyone's gonna get a good match out of the take out of Taker, I, I, it'll be AJ. I don't see anyone I think else getting a match late, of him. But I, I ain't mad at it. Yeah. Well, to be I, honest I with you. Out of the Undertaker. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not that fussed on seeing the Taker wrestle. Um, if he's going to wrestle, I would rather see him face the Fiend, have the Fiend win, and then him mm. retire. Um, because I don't want to see the Fiend lose to Goldberg. And I don't want to see the Fiend particularly. I think if they have Roman Reigns beat him, it's a mistake. Simply because I think it's there's certainly a chance that it will turn the people against Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it, like, it, it, I, it, it ain't no way out for Roman in this one, I'm telling you. Like, no. is, he, is he the heel or... Because, they, they, like, I, I feel like the Fiend... Like, even now, I feel like the Fiend is, like, losing steam a little bit. Like, it's not as hot as it was when it went, when he first uh, made his official, like, official, official debut uh, at SummerSlam. I feel like it's starting to lose a lot of steam. But, man, if if, pe- if they, like, put Roman Reigns in that position, I feel like people want... Like they they just gonna rebel against Roman, but I mean at the same time, bro. Like I, I like over the years, I've just grown to realize that like WWE, they're 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 like they they need a, a main guy. Like it can't just be multiple stars. There needs to be multiple stars with a main guy, and Roman Reigns is the main guy. So they're like why would we not put the title on the main guy? Like, this is our guy. And, like, you, you can even see it. I don't know if you had the chance to watch the, the, the um, any parts of the Ruthless Aggression documentary they put up. I haven't seen it yet, no. Yeah, it's uh, it, 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 it's like like some, you know, they they they, 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 they twisted some stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 it ain't all, like, you know, handy-dandy and, you know, square away, but it, it's like they, 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 they twisted some stuff to make it more beneficial towards them if you if you get what i'm saying like yeah yeah but i mean it like for it, it it was good for like the backstage content and like seeing like you know like bruce pitchard and you know those guys interacting with you know kurt young kurt angle young edge young christian you know it, it was cool for stuff in the interviews and stuff like that so i mean but the, like one of the things that i learned just from watching that and like I mean, it was kind of evident even before it came out. Was just like they need a top guy. Like it started, well, not started, but you know, it started with racist Hulk Hogan transitioned over to uh, what? I, I, who, who who was it? At the, who was the guy at the Hogan? The Rock and Austin. Yeah, yeah, Rock and Austin. Rock and Austin. Then it went to Cena. Triple H. Yeah, and Triple H Senior. Yeah. And when the Cena now is they they on Roman Reigns. Like it's Roman Reigns. Like that's the guy. So I mean, like, I, I it, it's gonna be interesting. Like, I, I know me, me, you, both you and I agree. Like, I, I, I I'm, I'm curious to see how the fans going are going to react to Roman. Because, like, for real, for real, since he came back last February, was that last February when he came back? Like, they've been loving Roman. So, it, like, to see them flip on him like that, if they do, that's gonna be interesting. Well, here's the thing. So, you're right about the fiend. He's lost a bit of steam, but 
the crowd still reacts to him mm. in his segments and when he comes out they still get excited when the lights go out and he turns up um the only time i've really seen the fans start to turn on roman is in the in the royal rumble when they oh, thought yeah, he was yeah, going to yeah, win yeah you're right um and like the WWE, I know people say, oh, they don't care if he gets cheered or booed because they just want reactions. But if they didn't care, they wouldn't have done the repair job that they've done on him for the last year mm-hmm. to make him get cheered. Like they've done a really good job of getting some goodwill and getting people behind him. And I just don't think it's worth the risk. Why? Like, that, uh, so you've got one, one side of it. I think Bray Wyatt deserves a big win at WrestleMania. He's never won at WrestleMania. He deserves that moment. Mm-hmm. So why not do Roman Reigns versus Goldberg at Mania? So Roman Reigns still is in the main big without, match. Without the title, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then do the Fiend versus Taker. Give the Fiend the big win and have Taker and retire. Uh, yeah, and have the Taker retire against like a similar type of character. It mm-hmm. makes sense. And you send the fans home happy. Will they do that? I don't think so. I think they will put Roman in the title match and probably have him be the one. He'll like take, like he'll give the fiend twenty five spears and twenty five Superman punches. And it's gonna be interesting to see. I think shape out, man, because they got the Super Showdown show like next week, and then like the week at the week after that, they have the Elimination Chamber. So there's gonna be yeah. interesting to see how they put that damn card together so quick. You got to put a whole pay per view card together a week after you just had a a, a, a pay per view. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting. And then Mania is four weeks away, man. After that, so crazy. It's tight. I, yeah, tight window. Yeah, I super showdown. Like super, if Roman Reigns beats the Fiend and WrestleMania, I won't be angry. Like I'll be a bit disappointed, and I'll be I feel bad for Bray Wyatt. I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna just throw this out there just, just to irk your nerves, but I would I would put it past them to have Goldberg. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You, you I know, like because I they mean, put I mean, that title on the, if they have the Goldberg <laughs> beat the Fiend, I will hey, hey, rant hey, for hey, an hour and a half. Hey, hey, guess what? You wanna know it's gonna be the funniest part of all that? Saudi Arabia is going to love it. <laughs> they are going. They go and cheer for it, and, and WWE go get the video package they want. <laughs> With Goldberg, go, go, Goldberg getting cheered. <laughs> the universal title. Oh my god! I can't wait to hop on Twitter if that happens, boy. That's going to be hilarious. Oh, I hope. Goodness. I hope that they have Goldberg win, and then Matt Riddle just jumps the guardrail and kicks him in the face. <laughs> there. That'll do. No, I um, I just think that'd be such a disservice to the Bray Wyatt and all the work yeah, it, he's done. It, it definitely would. Definitely would, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, like it, it's Bullshit. just like it, it. It'll just continue the story that is like superseded his career. It's like can't yeah, win the big one. No, I mean, yeah, he he already won a big one, but it's like he he won a big one at Elimination Chamber 2017 when he won the WWE title. But it's yeah. like. Okay, yeah, we put the title on him, but you know, you just a short term plan to get to our next plan, like that. That that's that's what it was. Like it was like Randy uh, Orton. When Randy Orton won another races, when Randy Orton won, it's like th- th- I think it was just a short term plan for Randy. Yeah, to get the Jinder Mahal 
in the oh lab. God. You know, the mod- no, flashback, the gender. Don't, don't hinder the gender. <laughs> they, signed, they signed him to a new contract as well. Yeah. Jesus. I, I mean, I mean, hey, look. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, like, it, it being comp- Nanda's competition out there, like, it's a lot of dudes who are going to be making money, like, just to not leave, like, Shelton Benjamin signed new contract. Yeah, I saw he said doing Lillian Garcia's podcast. I mean, but, but I what? mean, oh, you would, you would. I was just going to ask you, um, what do you think of Kathy Kelly leaving WWE? Because uh, she's I, everywhere on their content. She does everything. I, I, I mean, I, I ain't really think too, too much. Like, of course, you know, it's, uh, you know, because she's obviously beloved, and and a lot of people care for her and you know what i'm saying she's really like really great at what she does and she like enhanced that interview role in a great like to another level and she like really stood above her fellow colleagues in that same position like i would say the only person who was like at the same level as her is uh charlie caruso like just as far as like engaging in the facial expressions and like how she voices certain stuff like she's like really really great at what she does but i really want like when she posted it i was like like i i give it like what a month before she's like working at like espn or something like yeah she, she's that good so it's like i i, I really ain't think too much of it like i mean and, and it was nice that uh they gave her the you know the nice send off uh last night at the takeover like they gave her a nice you know what i'm saying night i think triple h shared some nice words to her and gave her they gave her like mm. a birthday cake or something and then Undisputed Era came and you know inducted her as the as the honorary fifth member mm-hmm. and stuff like it, it was cool. So I mean, like, but like when when it, when she first put it out, I was like, oh, well, you know, she'll be somewhere else, and yeah. you know, probably like a month. Because I mean, like, Annette, if if that's what she wants to do, because she didn't really clarify why she's leaving. But I mean, I I I, I don't think it'll be long before we end up seeing Kathy Kelly like on a Fox or anything like that. Like she she's literally that good. And I think she'll be yeah. back in WWE. Not too long from now, she'll be back. Yeah, she's uh, she's very very talented. Um, I was surprised because she's um, she's everywhere on their content, and I feel like she was their replacement for Renee Young. Yeah, when, yeah, uh, yeah. Sort of moved to doing other stuff. Um, but it was well, it was interesting, interesting. Okay, let's let's uh, let's get into Takeover Portland. From the Poppy. motor center, sir. From the motor, motor center. And uh you had Poppy and her band opening up the show. Um this was not one of my favorite Poppy songs. <laughs> um I liked one of her other songs, but this one was not my thing. And I thought that her volume her volumes, her like her microphone seemed to be quite low. Mm. So you couldn't hear it, but you know, whatever people it's like the big big show feel, I guess, isn't it? Uh, they opened up with the North American Championship match. Keith Lee, the champion, versus Dominic Dijakovic. There we go. There we go. Were you surprised they opened with this, or were you expecting it? Oh, no, this, this is the match we're supposed to open with right here. This is definitely the match we're supposed to open with. I, I think people, I mean, because we, and, and then at the same time, like, we, we've seen this match. On NXT, we've seen this match in Evolve. We've seen this match 
at PWG. Like this, this is not the first time this has happened, and, and I think a lot of a lot of people are like well aware that this is not the first time it happened. But the, this is the first time it's gonna happen at a takeover stage, and people are just curious as to what they're gonna do that they haven't done in previous times. You know what I'm saying? So it was just that anticipation of seeing these two dudes who everybody knows can go in the ring, seeing what they would do when all eyes are on them on a real big platform, and you know they they delivered, they killed it, both of them. Oh yeah, they were so good. Um, I thought they did a really good job of showing, like Dijakovic losing, mm. but still coming off like a star and still coming off like a real big thing. Um, and at one point, I actually wondered if they were going to take the title off Keith Lee and move him either to Raw or SmackDown or put him in a nxt title picture they sold me a ticket uh just on you know just the just for a moment but i mean these guys are just so insane doing the stuff they can do with their their size yeah man. Like keith keith lee's like 300 plus pounds dijakovic's like set six foot five or something stupid and like they start off and <laughs> keith lee does like a hurricane runner and uh uh Dijakovic does like a Frosby flop which you see from you know people like Ricochet mm-hmm. um you know that Fosbury flop he hit over the ropes to the outside did you see how close he came to hitting the apron it, 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 I, I think it's, oh my goodness like they they, they they cut it close man but I, I I feel like they've they've done that a few times so like they know but like like I, even when I saw it, I was like, Ooh. I was like, that was, that was a little close, buddy. Like you, you yeah, almost, snug. almost took yourself out right there. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, it's a great match, some great spots. It's just like a showcase of what these two can really do. Did you, do you remember the, real quick? Do you remember the spot when uh, Dodger Kovic was? He, I mean, Keith Lee was sitting in a chair, and Dodger Kovic did the did the springboard off the rope and did a front flip and hit Keith Lee like dead on. Like he did like, bro, I like, I don't think people really realize how difficult that was. Cause like he was on the other side of the ring and then he had yeah. to launch himself in between the two desks and made sure he had Keith Lee square in his face. And he did, he connected flush. I was like, Oh my goodness. That man is crazy. And then even before that, when Keith Lee was chopping the hell out of Dodger Cobra, I was like, Jesus, bro! Like he was, I was like, you couldn't pay me, you couldn't pay me to take take nothing from Keith Lee. But like, like you said, going back to your point with uh about you know them, them selling the ticket about you uh, about selling the ticket about Keith Lee possibly losing. Uh, just as far as prediction goes, when it when it, when he was going into it, I was like, I don't, I don't think he's losing because they are remember they already no. announced they already announced for backstage and next week. Yeah, and yeah. And I was like, yeah, he, he, like they they're not gonna send him. To backstage without the without the title yeah I, I didn't think beforehand he was gonna win it was just a couple of like towards the end oh it was, it was, um, so you're talking about doing the match like the near fall yeah yeah off. when he yeah um, when he, he yes. kicked out of the i think it was when he kicked out of the spirit bomb i was mm-hmm. like oh okay maybe they are gonna push keith lee you know to roar a smackdown or they're gonna push him to face adam cole or champa because they really like keith lee clearly um yeah, this match was just to showcase how incredible these guys were, and it was so good. Um, Definitely. 
and you could just imagine them coming back through the curtain and just being like, follow that then, bitches. Yeah. Uh, because it was and, just and, incredible. And I think that's one thing about NXT, like it's competition with, with good competition, healthy competition yeah, between yeah, the yeah. rappers. Like it's like we gonna we 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 gonna try one up one up y'all. And I, I think that's a real good thing. Like it's the thing I like about these takeover cards is not like placeholder matches. And that's like a lot of times we see like on main roster, when I not even main roster, raw smackdown uh pay-per-views. It's like you know, you 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 know what the marquee matches are, but you also know what those matches are that's like placeholders. Like it's like just to quiet the crowd down, but with takeover, it's like every match you expect every match to be a banger. And if it doesn't, then it's just gonna be a disappointment. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that was yeah. a, re- a real good this was a real good match to start the card off with. And I, and I really liked at the end uh that Keith Lee, you know, he he gave his um, you know, his little uh I, I really like that uh, Keith Lee gave his um gave his salute to Dajakovic. Uh, what I really wanted to see happen was uh, after the match, uh, with Keith Lee walk up to him with the championship while Dajakovic was on the ground and just do his Keith Lee pose and just walk yeah, away. Yeah. Like I th- I thought that like, that would have been perfect. Like yeah, I, like I, I I got your ass. Like I beat you. Like again. So now what? Like and I think that'd have been real cool. But it like seeing seeing them do the you know the whole respect thing that was cool too. So. You know, it's a good thing. And I'm I'm interested to see like who they put up against Keith Lee at uh takeover Tampa. Like that's gonna be you know real interesting. But I also think it might be a, a, a little special announcement on backstage. I just got a hunch. I got a hunch. Mm, might might hunch. got my got a hunch, man. It might be something special on backstage. You never might get a North American title match on SmackDown or Raw. You never know. You never know. Kid across, maybe. No, I don't think so. Not this. I mean, I, I like. I, I don't think Killer Cross's first match should be against Keith Lee. I, I feel like it needs to be against a smaller guy that he could like man. Look, he can man. I'm pretty sure he's strong enough to handle Keith Lee, man, handle Keith Lee. But it's like, I, I prefer to see him against like Adam Cole or Tommaso, some somebody of that stature. Yeah, I'm not sure who they're gonna go with. It looks like they're gonna go with maybe. Chomper versus Gargano, maybe. Do you think they might go triple threat with Adam Cole? Oh no, I, uh, I, 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 I think, think it's gonna to, get the one on one. I think they about to finish this. Remember, this was supposed to happen at uh, Takeover. Um, what was that? Takeover New York. It was supposed to yeah, be but Champa. weren't they? When it wasn't it going to be um, Alistair Black in a three way though? No, nah, no, nah, it, it was going. Wait, no, because no, because no, because it, it was going to be. Champa, because Champa was the NXT champion, and he was supposed to go in to take over New York and defend against Johnny Gargano. Like that was the plan. And we remember this was the time when NXT was still taping, so that was like weeks in advance that we yeah, knew yeah. that. So they had time to flip it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like flip it on social media, I guess. But it was supposed to be uh, Champa versus um, Champa versus Gargano. But I, I do think you're right. Like I, I can't remember exactly what that was, but you 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 are correct. Like it, it, it was. I, I know Alistair Black was supposed to be in something, but it. I don't think it was that. It was something else. That that, that was the time when uh when Alistair Black had that groin injury, but that was twenty eighteen. Right. Yeah, yeah. That groin injury in twenty eighteen. But this one, it was supposed to be Champa versus Gargano, and then Champa. Uh, I think the Wrestling Observer broke the news that he uh that he needed neck surgery, so they had to take him out, and they swapped in Cole, and then yeah, they went with Gargano. But I, I I think that's what this is. Like they want to put the final, you know, the final yeah, final things. 
final thing on the, on the, on the feud. I it, think it, Garga- oh, well, you good. No, you I was just gonna say I think Gargano's gonna go up to the SmackDown. Then I do. You think so? You think it's time? Yeah, yeah. I think because Chomp has made it clear he ain't going anywhere. Oh yeah, Chomp, um, damn, she ain't leaving. <laughs> damn, I just think I just think once they finish this feud, they can't both stay on there. Mm. So yeah, one yeah, of them you right. gotta go. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I think Gargano would be a good addition to to either SmackDown or Raw. Maybe Raw nah. would be better because Raw is doing such a good job with trying to create new stars. Now, that now, maybe. Now tell, now tell me this. So Gargano's a heel right now, obviously. So you send him up to to SmackDown, and and just knowing how the WWE system is. Do you think they're really going to believe Johnny Gargano is a bad guy, like him coming from NXT, and then like, oh, is he just going to come out and be good guy Johnny Gargano again? Like, I I'd have him come out as good guy Johnny Gargano, and then in his first promo, cut a promo, blah blah blah, and then Daniel Bryan come out to say welcome ooh, or whatever, that's a, that's and then one. stick Daniel Bryan's head in a chair or something and what about do something, that? do something Johnny real Gar- dastardly. Gargano versus Brian at WrestleMania. That's a woo. Yeah, that would be insane. That's a dream match. Oh That's yeah. Um, so after Keith Lee and Dijakovic, uh, they <laughs> hug. They they have a hug, and uh, Dominic goes up to the top turnbuckle, etc. Uh, we see backstage. We see Tommaso Ciampa and Bella Bianca Belair warming up, and then we have the street fight between my Welsh brethren Tegan Knox. And Dakota Kai, the evil one, attacking the Welsh. Let me tell you something. I really like that they started the match off like that. I, I'm I, like, is I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was legit thinking, like, before the match started, I was like, she needs to come out and attack Tegan Knox off the break, like, bypass me the entrance, save me all that. She need like, soon as Tegan Knox come out, she needs to ambush her and to get right to it, like, immediately. And I'm, I'm so glad they did that. Yeah, because and the thing is, and that's sometimes that really annoys me. When you've got like this really bitter, like street fight or no holds barred, mm. and the, the they wait they wait in the ring for the intro introductions and stuff. And it's like, well, <laughs> if you hate this person that much, like, why don't get you get him off the grip? Exactly, right off the rip. And that suited it helped get Dakota Kai over as a heel. Helped get Tegan Knox over as the the baby face in peril and uh tegan knox man i i i wasn't sure if i was being like a bit biased or a bit you know because she's welsh and i wanted to do well um but like i just thought she looked like a bit of a star in this show i think it was the yeah. first time she's really got to show it she bumped so wild and just so good for dakota kai they both looked so good um, and what I like is that they didn't make the, uh, Tegan Knox look stupid. So, like, you know, when she put her head in the chair to, to PK kick it, hmm. I was thinking, oh, they're gonna, she's gonna go, oh, I don't know what to do, and they're uh, gonna make yeah, her look yeah, stupid. Yeah. But she didn't. She thought about no. it for a second, and then was like, nah, fuck it. And no, she just no. went for it anyway. Dumb baby face syndrome. Yeah, man. And she just she thought about it. She looked like a bit worried or like concerned, and then she was like, nope you're having it and she tried to mm. kick her head off and i thought it was outstanding um there were some cool spots with a cricket bat i thought was as someone who used to play cricket and i enjoy watching it i uh i enjoyed that spot from uh, the new zealander 
uh, Dakota Kai get a cricket bat and smashing it against the uh, the ring post on the outside. And uh, let me tell you something that really would have hurt her hands, like as she's holding it, because it's wood. As mm. she hit the post, they would have like vibrated all through her hands, and uh, it would have hurt. Um, do you have cricket in America? And I. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've never seen a game of cricket a day in my life. I, I see, I see it on ESPN like highlights, but I've, I've never, I, I, I really don't even understand like the rules, like at okay. all. That's like me and basketball. That is, I don't understand don't, what's going on. You understand basketball? All right, three pointers. I know that and slam dunks, <laughs> slam, slam dunk it, and that's it. That's. I was too short to play basketball, man. My son, um, my oldest son. Who's like six foot something? He, he's good at basketball. He likes basketball, mm. and they play. They play it in school and stuff. But like th- when I was in school, you would play it like once a year as a, like in PE and just like as a treat, something different. <laughs> I don't know the rules. We, something we, about tra- uh, from video games. I know about like uh, traveling. That's a terminal. That's we, that's from we, basketball. We 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 got to do a whole podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you just What's teaching that, me the rules uh, of the, basketball. The, uh, American sports. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I don't understand at all is American football, and like loads of people in this country love it, love mm. it, and it's on TV and they watch it, and I'd love to watch it. I just don't have a fucking clue what's going on, <laughs> so I just <laughs> could never get into it because I don't know what's going on. That is Third hilarious. down, fourth down, touchdown, <laughs> Super Bowl. And that's about it. That's my knowledge. However, I used to have um, a Washington Redskins <laughs> baseball cap, and I used to have um, oh uh, my goodness, what was it? New New York Redskins, San Francisco 49ers bed clothes as well when I was little. <laughs> Don't know where my parents got them from because, like, that was like the 1980s. So, fuck knows where they came from. They must have been like down the market or something on a Sunday, splot market. And they saw the American football stuff and they were like, oh, yeah, there you go, Simon. I was like, yeah, well, I don't know what that is. Oh, anyway, my goodness. There's a, there's a little tangent for you. <laughs> my lack of knowledge of an American football. So San Francisco 49ers or Washington Redskins, who should I support? The 49ers in the Super Bowl. So there you go. They're in the Super Bowl this year. So do you. But you know, who, who, what's, what's your team? Because you're I'm from pit- what? DC, innit? Yeah. But so, uh, the Redskins suck, so I root for the Steelers. But they suck too, so I'm I'm, I'm in a bind. But I, I I root for the XFL defenders, sir. The DC XFL. defenders. So yeah. what was the, what was the XFL like? Tell me. Uh, it, it, it's good. Like it's, it's going really well. I think so far. Like it's, it's just regular football, and it's like has some interesting rules in it, like different rules that differentiate from the NFL. So it, I I think it's going really well. Like it's not all. Like how it was back in two thousand one, two thousand, whatever. It's not all like goofy and entertainment. Yeah. It's just regular football, like, and it's doing really, really good. Like the only, only thing that like hurts it, I guess. Like the only criticism you can make is it's not a, like it's not enough star power. Like people don't really know yeah. who the guys are. But I mean, it's only week That'll two. That'll come though. That'll it's come on, though. It's only it's only week two, and I, and and I definitely think it's going to be some people from the NFL that end up crossing over. Like that's that's going to happen. So are they doing the XFL at the in the like the off season of the NFL? Yeah, they're not they, on they, at the same they, time, and they, they they started it right after the Super Bowl. 
that's that's clever. Yeah, Those very people. smart. Very smart. That it's interesting to me. So what's the what's the differences in terms of rules? Not that I'll know, but people listening. Uh, well, this one that they like the kickoffs. Um, like you in the NFL, they they always do the kickoffs from like a like a sixty yard, sixty yard, seventy yard difference. And yeah. but within XFL, they make sure the line the two oppositions are very close to each other. And okay, the, and the defense can't they can't chase the person who is catching the ball until the person actually catches the ball to prevent like concussions and stuff like that and people oh, get right, hurt. Okay. Yeah, so it, that's it's like, like that sounds similar to rugby. Mm, like a rugby kickoff. You, you you can't you can't touch the per- you, well, you can't even move until the person officially catches Catch the ball. It. Yep. Yeah. And it, it just prevents like concussions people, people getting hurt and stuff like cuz like in the NFL as soon as the kid kicks the ball then defense flying Boom. like they going then like I think yeah you see some nasty hits when the ball's in the air yeah and guys getting taken before the ball reaches them or like whether it's from a throw or a kick it's just you see some real bad hits in the, like uh, in, in mid air and and another one is uh they got the option to go for like after they score um, after they score, they have the option to do a four point play, a three point play, or a two point play, or a one point play. So that's it's interesting. Like it, 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 it saves like a lot. It makes a lot of interesting like late game situations. Like if your team, yeah. your team down four uh, in the go XFL, you go for the four point. You got the chance to, to save the game. Like in the NFL, uh, your your extra point, you can only get two. So mm. you know, that's interesting. It's um. Oh, Vinny Mac. So changes Vinnie. the ta- tactical thinking of it, doesn't it? I suppose. Yeah. And and, sure. and, so and, and it's, it seems like Vincent Mann isn't really like super involved at all. Like I feel like Oliver Luck is involved. Like he's the that's I think that's Andrew Luck's dad, the quarterback. Mm. He's a former NFL quarterback. That's his father. So oh, yeah, okay. that, that that that's cool. That he's I, I think he's like really the one that's like spearheading the thing, like overseeing everything. And I feel like Vince McMahon is just like you know, just the 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 boss, and it just you know oversees most of it, but doesn't make any like grandiose decisions. That's just what it seems like. Okay, so just while we're off on a tangent, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something, which mm. um is my new logo for the live show, which we do every Monday, seven o'clock UK time, uh, and you tell me what you think. Okay. Mm. So I'm gonna it's gonna come up on the screen and just takes like a couple of seconds to get going, but you should see it in a minute. Tell me what you think of this little little thing. Can you see that? <laughs> that's cool, man. That's, that's the new logo, bro. That's cool. It's good, isn't you, it? Man. It's like uh, cool. something something different. Can you tell yeah, which I'm one's right. me? Yeah, you're on the left. <laughs> Come on now, of course. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Pretty like cool, that. isn't it? Yeah, that's you cool, got like man. the floodlights, and um the guy who I do it with is obviously uh he's a former Premier League footballer. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So he's um obviously he's the one with the football, got the floodlights and all that sort of stuff. It's cool. I can get it. So the guy who made it, SSJ Designs, on Twitter, legend, real so professional and like every little change i wanted he did it with no, no like no fuss um so i'm going to get him to make one for this for me and you 
and one for uh for the mma show as well and i think probably i'll do one for the m unscripted shows well, just because it'd be nice to have logos for all these different shows i do that's cool man that's, that's oh, cool. I, I really like that anyway like, cool. uh, going back to the the Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai match, and uh, we were talking about yeah, this, yeah. this, this match. We like supposed to be talking about one one thing that I really like was when she clocked her over the head with the with the trash can lid. I was like, oh my lord! Like she man, and and the thing with Tegan Knox, she didn't cover her face at all. Like she took that no. thing flush. Did was, it break? No, I, I I think a piece of it came off. A piece of it definitely came off. Fucking she. She whacked her upside the head with that thing. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah. So, um, and she taped uh, Dakota Kai taped Tegan Hawk Knox's uh, hand around like this kind of turnbuckle while she was on the outside. So she was against the post, and she nails her with a couple of kicks, um, and then she goes to hit her with a laptop. But Tegan Knox had been, she didn't. No, she she didn't. Um, she. When she kicked her, she broke off the tape, didn't she? And she came off, mm. um, and she gives her a bit of a whooping with the laptop over the knee. And I, I did like that they gave Tegan Knox a nasty streak. So so often you see these like bitter feuds, but the mm. babyface is still behaving like a babyface. Whereas if you hate someone that much and you're in this fight with them where there's no rules and they've done this terrible heinous stuff to you, then you're gonna you're going to do some straight up nasty stuff. Um, so I like that. Uh, she hits it with the shiny wizard, shiniest wizard, but um, she decides she's not finished. That was stupid baby face syndrome. <laughs> Cause she could have just pinned her. Um, she brings the table into the ring, sets Dakota Kai up on the table. She's ready. She put a chair around her neck again. Um, and then she gets up top ready and she's stopped and attacked by Raquel Gonzalez who is Reina Gonzalez, I think. Mm. Um, and she shoves her off the top of the turnbuckle and where Tegan Knox tries to get extra air to make it look awesome and make sure the table breaks. She misses the table, kind of knocks it over, lands on the edge. It looked nasty and painful. And then Dakota Kai crawled over and pinned her for the win. The NXT, Florida, the NXT Florida house show loop invaded take over Portland, ladies and gentlemen. Rainy Gonzalez, <laughs> but it, nah, it, it, it's it's good to see a fresh face, man. Like, yeah, that, that you got you got to introduce some new people, bro. And and Raina, she can go. Like, people seen her in the May Young Classic. Like, she can she can do it. Like, don't 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 think she can't wrestle. She definitely can. She ain't no no rookie. Like, she she knows she's doing. But it, it's it's good yeah. to see new people, man. Like, you got to introduce new faces, get people invested in certain people. I'm interested to see how they explain how their partnership came about or. If, if Raina just like inserted herself in there and it just felt like, oh, well, I'm gonna go pair myself with Dakota Kai. Uh, they uh, they obviously about to make Tegan Knox one of the top baby faces, and I, I'm pretty sure we probably gonna get a a Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae versus uh, Raquel and Dakota match out of this. That's probably I'm banking on that's probably gonna happen. So this is gonna be cool, man, to see. And uh, like like I said before, it's it's always good to see new faces, man. You gotta keep keep it fresh. You can't keep bringing in the same people over and over and over again. So, you know, I, I think it was a good way to, you know, introduce Rena. I know a lot of people probably looked at it was like, oh, well, you know, she didn't get a reaction. I mean, well, why would she get a reaction? Nobody has yeah, seen no her. Nobody's seen her. Like, I mean, unless you go to the NXT Florida house shows, you wouldn't see her. 
Like she she doesn't even go on the on the tours, the, the live tours that they do with you know with Finn Balor okay, and Gargano yeah. and Cameron Grant. Like she doesn't go on the tour. She's on the Florida's loop. So if you're not on there, you probably haven't seen her. And she doesn't really wrestle. She doesn't wrestle on NXT TV. Like the last time she probably was like did a full sale match. Like just that's I can remember. Yeah, or a dark match. Did she? I know she's done dark matches like over the so, past couple of weeks. My um, my only problem with the finish wasn't that she didn't get a reaction because, like you say, you know, it, she's not going to get a reaction, um, and she's not necessarily supposed to get a reaction. It's supposed to be more of a shock. Mm. Um, my problem with it was more that Dakota Kai didn't seem to be in on it. Um, I would have rather it have been like a, a master plan by Dakota Pla- Dakota Kai that if she looked like she was going to lose, she had hired or if she, her friend was going to come in. I didn't really like the because like, am I supposed to believe that Raquel Gonzalez is just, you know, Atlanta decided, herself. decided like to go to Kota Kai is the one I need to hitch my wagon to. I mean, I but that, know, that, 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 that's the like, the thing to it though. It's like, so if Dakota Kai wasn't in on it, then why the hell would Raquel Gonzalez align yeah. herself with her? And I, and I, I think that's like, the interesting thing to me is like, okay, so if Dakota Kai wasn't in on that, so what was Rena Gonzalez's yeah, point? What was her point of doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. that, that, that. I think that's what makes it even more interesting. Like, I think like I think it would have just been typical, like, heel stuff, like, oh, yeah, I went and found me a heavy to take care of my light work. But, like, I think they added an extra layer to the story, and you can drag this out even more, and you can hold back that Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae versus Gonzalez, Dakota Kai match by having an extra week or two to tell the story of why uh, Gonzalez decided that she needed to align herself with Dakota Kai and everybody in the women's division. And I, I also think uh, this was kind of like a, a – um, they, they could do this now because Jazzy Gabbard left WWE and they've had her paired up with Jenny, and I feel like they probably didn't want to do that, do the same thing in NXT that they were doing in NXT UK, but now that Jazzy Gabbard's gone, you can do the, you know – the Dattily Hill with the with yeah, the yeah. heavy who takes care of all the right work. Yep. So the women's division in NXT is stacked deep. <laughs> is ridiculous. Yeah, man. So so ridiculous. So it's interesting to me that they chose to bring someone else in, but because it is so deep, they can. Slowly, they can be if they give her a semi decent push as the heater for Duke Kai in a year's time when they break up or whatever, she could be in a good position. Mm. Um, if they decide, I think Bianca Belair is going to SmackDown. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah, I hope so. Um, we, 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 we're gonna get to that later. Um, so yeah, next up is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Motherfucker. After tonight, and uh, Finn Balor, I really enjoyed this match. And Where Finn is Balor is doing Finn Balor is doing his best work since joining the WWE. Prove me wrong. Uh, I, I, well, I, look, when I, has I, he been better? When he first got to NXT. Nah, man, he, he was nah. balling. Dude, no, this, no, this man, this man had legit one of the best NXT title runs. Like, come on now. 
Yeah, yeah. You see, that, that, that that's what that's what the child not gonna do is discredit his first NXT run. Like <laughs> this man won the man in NXT. Yeah, yeah. No. Like the, nah, the, he only, was good. the only only reason people are saying that now because he's been garbage for like the past two two or three years. Yeah. And nobody nobody's been interested in anything he's been doing. So now it's such a refresh to see him in in this role now that what he's doing. But I I I, I agree. I think he's doing some of his best work of his run in WWE so far. Like he. Balor's killing it, and, and I really like the thing they're doing with his entrance. Like when, when he comes down the first time, like when he's on the ramp, and when he first goes up to the turnbuckle, like he goes up and does the Lord, you know, the ah, yeah, and, yeah, and then the, the crowd goes black. And then once he goes up to the, the top turnbuckle, he does the you know the finger guns, and then that's when mm-hmm. he he doesn't do the the the, the thing. But every you could they yeah, cut, yeah. they cut the lights back on, and you can see everybody else still doing the like. It, I, I really like yeah. It. Um, my only problem, generally, not with this match, but with Finn Balor as a heel, it uh, has annoyed me, is that they never did the club with the four of them as heels, because I really felt like there was money in that. And then, it ain't happening. And it then, ain't happening. then doing an AJ versus Balor feud. I felt like that was so easy for them to do, to have like the club, four of them on SmackDown, run Riot for a year, then kind of have Finn and AJ go against each other, one of them turn. I thought it was such a good story to tell, and they just never did it. Um, but anyway, Finn as a heel has been exceptional. Uh, one of my favorite spots, even though there was loads of them in this match, and it was awesome, one of my favorite spots was actually not like a big spot or like a dangerous spot. It was when uh, Finn's got Johnny in like a head scissors, uh, and he does push-ups with him, and I just thought it was mm. exceptional heel work. It was right yeah. at the start. I, I, I think this match was like really different from some of the the other marquee matches. Well, all of them are marquee matches, but I think it was different from most of the matches on the card because like this match kind of started off real slow, and like it, it yeah. picked up, it picked up as it went. Like, and I, I think that was by design. Like, because I think every match on the card. Besides, um, uh, well, the, even Rhea and Bianca started off hat, and Champa Cole started off hat. I feel like this match started off real, real slow, and I think that was about design. So it, it wasn't like right out the gate, like y'all gonna get the good stuff at the end, but y'all ain't gonna get it right now. Like we gonna start off real slow, we gonna build to it, or we gonna build to the good stuff. Yeah, man. Um, so I, earlier on on Facebook, uh, someone who I speak to about wrestling sometimes on there. He sent me a message and said he thinks that Finn Balor is going to lead a stable in NXT starting over the next couple of weeks, um, which will be Balor, Gargano, Dakota Kai, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and uh, what's the the big guy who Adam uh, who Roderick Strong um, need in the face when they Bronson when they Reed. were backstage? Yeah, and him is the muscle. Um, and he's convinced that's what they're going to do. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. But what would you think know. if that if that was a stable? If they did that, what would you think of that uh, as a stable? I don't, I don't think it would connect the way the the guy thinks it would connect. I don't think. I think a lot of people would be confused because most of these people don't even mix, and you've never mm-hmm. seen them interact. And it's just it's like I mean, but I mean, well, they don't necessarily have to interact. But it's, it's just like I feel like it would just be like a bunch of like random pairings. But if you build it up over a couple of weeks, where you have like evil Finn Balor in the year, uh, I mean, I in mean, the but, in the year of them, 
I mean, but that, that that would just defeat the whole purpose of what you've been doing with Finn Balor since you brought him back to NXT. Like, his whole point was, like, it's me, and that's yeah. it. There's nobody but yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would just completely defeat the point. Like, it's like, oh, well, yeah, it's me, but let me go get these four other people. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, why would you do that? But, I I, I mean, yeah. if they did do that, I, I'm not going to see it be like, I'd be, like, all super upset because I wouldn't. But, like, I, I just wouldn't understand it because it would just be like, what would be the whole point of you? doing this whole thing with Finn Balor, even with his entrance, with the whole spotlight is on him and it's all about him. Why why would he need to go get other people? And it's not like he's losing. Like, he he, he just beat Gargano and TakeOver, so. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. um, he, same guy actually sent a question in for you uh, mm-hmm. about Gargano, but um, I'm going to ask it to you after the main event, just to be sure we get there. Um, but it's interesting. Um, Okay, so yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. It, 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 it was it was a good, real good back and forth match. I like, I I enjoyed it. I think it was like I say, I think it was different from the other matches on the card for the beginning portion, and then they picked it up at the end. Uh, one thing I do know is that you could not pay me enough money to take a coup de gras from Finn Balor. There ain't no way in hell oh, I'm no. taking that, bro. He landed stiff on Gargano, like he did not miss an inch. I was like, like it's usually what I see Finn Balor do is like he'll like skate across the person's chest, like and glide across. Dude, he stepped right on Gargano's chest. I was like, oh my goodness! And dude, Finn Balor, like Finn Balor's, a, he's like at least like a solid two hundred pounds, one ninety five. Yeah, man, bro. And, and Gargano's not a big dude. Gargano's like one seventy, one sixty, like. He literally stepped on this man's chest. I was like, oh, my goodness. Lord have mercy. Yeah, he gets so much height on it. That's the thing. It's the height which does it, isn't it? It's just, whoo, hose me down. Um, Yeah, they, I just thought this overall was a really good match. It, it got going. Um, I like that Finn Balor is like evil Finn Balor. He hits the coup de gras. But that's not the end. He's got to hit the nineteen sixteen to to finish it, like for that extra we, bit we, of brutality. We're gonna call it the bloody Sunday, since they don't want to call it the yeah. bloody Sunday. I don't know why they. Why don't just call, those, call, call it the bloody Sunday? But that's like a, such a cool well, name. That, I thought, um, yeah, it's that's the bloody. They changed the names round. Yeah, they 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 definitely changed the, the names bloody around. Sun- because because that's the bloody Sunday, right? In the nineteen sixteen DDT, yeah, is the that, reversed the, one. That's the nineteen sixteen when he grabs him, when he has him out of neck, and then he does the like slams him down. That's the nineteen sixteen, or, 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 or the nineteen sixteen is the one when he lifts him up and then slams him down. But the bloody Sunday is definitely the one with just the double underhook DDT. Like that, that's yeah, yeah. I don't know why they did. I mean, did, bro, the Bloody Sunday sounds so much cooler than the 1916. Like, I don't know why they just call it. This. There's, um, I think there's a lot of connotations to do with islands with the Bloody Sunday. Mm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the like to do to do with the IRA, and then um, a load of people got murdered in the 80s, I think it was. Um, and that's what it's called. That's what it's that's where. The term Bloody Sunday came from. Oh, well, Finn Balor could dress up as Jack the Ripper at TakeOver, though, right? What Jack the Ripper, the real person. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, like, are you surprised they're not changing? 
killer claim for those exact reasons. Oh, you said what? The uh, audio went out a little bit. I said, are you surprised that... Uh, sorry, I said the same reasons that we just discussed, that um, they're going to let Killer Cross keep his name. I mean, they, they let Killer Kelly keep bit. her name. They, they, yeah, they, they let, yeah, they let, yeah, I suppose, yeah. They let Killer Kelly keep her name, but like Killer Kelly's in NXT UK. So I mean, but but NXT UK is on is, is on a streaming platform in the UK now. Like it's on TV in the UK now. So I mean, I don't know why. Yeah, they, but it's they, not on. It's not on USA. It's not on, oh yeah, that's true. But I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't see nothing wrong with Killer Cross. I mean, you can always call him by his real name. The no, real name no. like Kevin. Kevin Cross. What's wrong? I, don't, I I really don't see nothing wrong with Kevin Cross. Like I think that's a good name. And, and yeah, it's good. Like, it's not as good as but, Killer. It's not as but but bro, bro, Killer Cross is such a good name, bro. Like, yeah, man. I, I mean, it. I mean, maybe they'll do the thing where they call him Killer. Like his name would be Killer Cross, but they just refer to him as Cross. But they still show him and identify him as Killer Cross. Like maybe that, that's like that's a way to like ease up on it. Because I mean, if, if they if they don't call the Bloody Sunday the nineteen sixty, if they call it they call it the nineteen sixteen the Bloody Sunday. I, I I don't see Killer Cross keeping his name. I don't, I don't no, see it no. happening. Um, do you think? Do you think Killer Cross? Are you good? You good? I had a question for you too, actually. Go on, you go. Go on, you go. I, I, I was going to ask you. So, what, what, what do you think is next for Finn Balor? Now, you think he's challenging for the NXT title at at Tampa? You think that's next? Uh, yeah, possibly either that or the, I, I could see him going for Keith Lee. Um, I think that could be quite interesting fit with the difference in size and mesh of styles. Um, and you have like good guy, Keith Lee with a bit of arrogance about him. And then you've got evil Finn Balor. I think that could be a real good mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could have like Finn Balor coming up with different ways to try and injuries legs and stuff like that in the build-up i think um that interests me a little bit more than finn balor versus adam cole mm. um i don't quite know why because i really like adam cole and i really like heel finn balor but there's something there's a part of me which doesn't want to see that match i mm. don't know what it is um but mm, it's just me uh just real quickly before we get into the women's match um do you See Killer Cross going to NXT Raw SmackDown. I definitely think he's going to NXT. I, I actually, you know, what I think was gonna happen. I think they're actually gonna pair him with Scarlett Border. I think that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna pair both. And I see that's what I was really hoping for. But I was just like fantasy booking. I was like hoping Scarlett Border was gonna come out, and then you know she was gonna distract whoever was the NXT champion, and then here comes Killer Cross from behind, chokes him out, hit his you know his signature suplexes, and then that was gonna be our big take over debut and i think that really should yeah, I, yeah. I, I think he should have debuted last night that, that crowd was hot like they would have went crazy for killer cross yeah. man like they they, they would have went like i i, I mean it, it, it was nothing wrong with it but i i really feel like they missed the they missed the chance to bring like a like that's a like killer cross ain't no regular dude man like no 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 and, and no disrespect to timothy thatcher by the way like no disrespect to him yeah. at all but like killer cross ain't no you know what i'm saying like that that's not that, that's a dude you, you you bring out for for a take you know what i mean so i have a couple of a couple of reasons why i think 
Killer Cross might be going to straight to Raw or SmackDown. Uh, I saw some some rumors that maybe that was part of his deal was that he was going to get fast tracked. Nothing mm. particularly reputable, but just a few whispers. Um, I mean, they 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 um. Then you had the static gone. They 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 offered the same thing to um, Santana and Ortiz before they signed with AEW. They yeah. told them that you know go to NXT for a little bit and you know I, it won't be long before you get called up to to raw get called to raw SmackDown. Okay, so I think um, the static on Friday, I was like that could be Killer Cross, and then I looked at the SmackDown roster. And I thought, could they do with like a badass, uh, like character, either heel or face, to go at the top of the card as a new something fresh? And I was like, yes, they could. Um, that kind of leaned me into it. And then I just looked at the fact they didn't show him in the crowd like they like to do on NXT Takeover. They love doing that, and everyone knows he's signed. So I was surprised if he's going to NXT why he isn't in the crowd because everyone knows he signed they announced it um and then obviously he didn't debut at the end of the show which is making me think that he's going to go to raw or smackdown mm-hmm. my choice would be smackdown i think he'd have a better he'd be better served going to smackdown i think it would raw is doing a good job at the moment at no, building new stars raw is having some good tv man yeah, Raw's it's been the really best good. it's been in years, man. Raw's best been really it's been good. in years. But before, before, sir, before we get to the NXT Women's Championship match, they announced NXT UK Takeover Dublin, Ireland for April twenty sixth, just a few weeks after WrestleMania. Why are you not a fan? And I also have seen my fellow uh, people of the United Kingdom not happy at all about this takeover announcement, and I have no clue why. And I'm hoping to get some clarity on that. Well, I'm not happy because I wanted it to be TakeOver Cardiff. Oh, okay. I mean, you already got I'm... one. Well, I want another one so I can go. <laughs> um, just to let you know, John Bradshaw Layfield just mm. uh, link, just followed me on LinkedIn. Just so you know. That's good. Um, Making them connections. Is, 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 Dublin, is Dublin far from, from Cardiff? No, man. Like, I could fly there in under an hour pretty much. Okay. Now let me ask you this: um, Do you think we get an appearance from the man Becky Lynch in Dublin? Yeah, yeah, I could, um, I could see, I could see actually uh, Finn Balor, Sheamus, Becky Lynch all being on the, card. the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's, I think Sheamus could have a match against Ilya Dragunov. I think that could be good. Um, I think Finn Balor might just make an appearance, maybe attack. Jordan Devlin for a future little feud. Uh, and I think Becky Lynch could just be part of the commentary team. That would be quite cool. You, 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 know, you, you know what I need? At, at take over Dublin. I mean, take over Dublin. You need they, to come they, over. They, they they need to run Devlin and Walter. That needs to happen. Like, bro. Yeah, I think that needs to happen. Jordan Devlin needs to lose that NXT Cruiserweight title now. Like now, because you can't have this dude be a cruiserweight and then just jump to the heavyweight title picture, like just, just like, just like that. Like I don't want them to wait until like the March 
to decide like, oh yeah, we, we're going to do Devlin and Walter. Like, he okay. needs, to, he, he needs it, to drop that title. And like, I, I don't know if they're going to do it this weekend. I mean, this this week to Leo Rush. I don't think it's, like, they should because it's too too quick. But it like they need to they need to speed it up, man. Because like, definitely going to be the hometown boy. And people in in Ireland, they they already know from his work in OTT, like they know Devlin is a top guy. So uh, I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna do. Okay, so here's a question for you: You're booking it. You've got to get that title off him. But the cruiserweight title, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not allowed to give it to uh, anyone who's had it in the last twelve months already. Who would you put it on? From NXT or NXT UK or or wherever. Mm. Who are you giving it to? Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Um, I'd either give it to him or I'd give it to someone from NXT UK. Oh hell, I mean, if you don't want to roll it like that, bring bring back Cedric Alexander. Bring back him. He he ain't doing a goddamn thing. So, do you know what I was thinking? They should send Cedric Alexander for sabbatical to NXT UK. And give him like six months out there. Give him the cash his own over. I think he could do have some amazing matches and get some buzz. I think that that would do him the world good. Um, yeah, sense, him sense him, him versus, yeah, yeah, him versus <laughs> Walter. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're doing with Ali. I, they need to do a, a, some sort of trade and get Ali on Raw. He's super quick, bro. I I I, I know me and you have talked about this on previous podcasts. They should have done the match with him and Kofi for the WWE yeah. title. That should, they, like, bro, there's no reason that match shouldn't have happened. Like, you, th- there's so little effort that needs to even be put into that feud. Like, the story was already, it was ready made. And, like, it, I, I, has, I, I don't think Ali has even wrestled on TV this year. Like, I don't think he's done anything. And, like, they've done vignettes and, and promos and stuff. But, like, it's I, lazy, I isn't it? I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get he's it. he's really over. He's got a cool look. He's unbelievable in the ring. He got the cool he entrance. That's all you need. Cool, cool promos, cruel entrance. There's no reason for him to not be on TV. Hopefully. Um did, did you um uh, real quick, did you see the the well I, I don't know if it's legit. It's just, you know, just good conversation at this point. But um did you see the 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 people that they had uh at the Wells Fargo Center advertised for the Elimination Chamber match? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, think you I probably did. Think it wasn't very uh, good, though, was it? It was Shinsuke, Reigns, uh, Corbin, Rude, Strowman, Jeez. and somebody else. But I, I was hoping Ali was going to be in it because it, it just makes sense for him. Well, to here be you in. go. Here's who I would put in the Elimination Chamber, okay? Um, I'd have so there's three from Raw, three from SmackDown, yeah? No, nah, no, nah, it was all SmackDown, guys. Oh, um, okay. Okay, all SmackDown guys. So I'd have Roman Reigns. I'd have uh, who was the first guy you said? It was Roman Shinsuke. Uh, Shinsuke. I'd have Cesaro. I'd have Ali. Um, I'd cool. have Morrison. That's a good one. And I'd have Biggie. What's that? Six. Biggie Morrison. Yeah, that's your six. Ali, Shinsuke, Cesaro, and Reigns. Number one contender for the fiend. There you go. Okay. And I'm yeah. telling you, that match would be better than the six which we just named that rumored to be in their version. Mm. 
Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the to the main event. We got uh, Rhea versus Bianca. I know. No, the main event of of the podcast. The, okay, okay, the, okay. The main. The main content. portion. Okay. Yeah, because we go off on tangents about good all tangents. Sorts of stuff. Good tangents. Yeah, good man. Tangents. It's conversation. We're, we're, it's real the, quick. I got. I got. I got the rules of American football. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bring it up, man. Shout out to shout out to Bianca Belair for for representing for the with the Black History Month. Uh, yeah, man. Not even Black History Month. She wrote said Black History in the making. Like I think that was real, real cool. That was a nice touch. And her gear was you know Black History Black History Month on the gear and stuff. That was a that was that was real cool to see, man. And I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know about about Portland, but Portland made the Portland made the Portland a little suspect. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave it at that without saying too much. Port, mm-hmm. Portland is a little. Little little uh little Hulk Hogan ish in history. So I'ma just I'm just leave it at that. But it, it was good to see Bianca doing that, man. She she signed Bryce. She had the little um the the the, the neck piece and that I, I know yeah, that, man. that 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 like symbolizes some uh dating back to just black people in history. So that was I can't really remember exactly what it was, but I know that's very significant. So it, it was it was cool to see that. Um, you know, big shout out to her. She represented big time, man. So I'm I don't. I never met that lady there in my life, and I'm I'm proud of her. She, she's in like insane, like just in what she can do in the ring, and for how long she's been in the business. So that was cool. But, but for real, for real, what I thought when when I when I saw her can't come out with the robe, I thought that was like a thing with Charlotte Flair. That's what I thought it was when I first saw. It. I was like, oh, that's a little shot at Charlotte Flair. They're gonna do the angle yeah. the match over. Da, 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 that's why gonna carry it. But you know, it, I'm 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 actually happy she you know rocked the Black History uh, in the making thing. That was that was nice. That was nice. It's good touch, mate. Good touch. And then, so yeah, we had Rhea Ripley defeated uh, Bianca Belair for the women's title. Oh, why do they keep doing man. this to Bianca, man? Oh, look, I, look, 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 real, real I think quick, it's because they're gonna move it to SmackDown, though. I think this time. Yeah, but I think okay, that's so, the reason. Look. I, I, I'm me personally, in just in this circumstance, do I think Rhea should have lost? No, because it's like you you just completely demolished everything that you've done with her since Survivor Series. Like, like what would be? There's it, no point in that. But at the same time, in that same token, they can't keep doing that to Bianca, bro. Like they're literally turning her into Braun Strowman. Like literally, yep. like. This, me and you have talked about this so many times with Strowman. He can't win the big one. And it, guess what? When that happens all the time, people don't care when you finally win the big one. They don't care. Like, even when Strowman won the Intercontinental title, nobody cared. Who cares? Like, he lost so many big-time matches. So many big-time matches. Like, why would people care now? And it's going to end up being the same thing for Bianca, bro. They, like you said, they don't move her up and they keep her in NXT. The exact same thing is going to happen. Like she, dude, she's lost at like three takeovers now in NXT Women's Championship matches. Three so far. She got choked out by Shayna. I think she lost in a in a multi-person match, and she lost one other time, I think. But they can't keep doing that, bro. I'm telling you, like they run it thin. Like it, it's it's only so much you can do with this whole you know build her back up. Is this you know the top challenger? Da 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 da, and then. She ended up losing the big one. Like you build her up so well that she ended up losing it. And I can't get the big one done. Like I'm telling you, 
they're turning her into Braun Strowman. And if she doesn't win the next time they put her in this position, if she doesn't get called up, nobody's going to care anymore. Like I'm telling you, no. like this is like I'm telling. They got one more chance because I think Bianca just has such a heavy fan base that people want to see it happen. Like, and I think she'll be the the third African American NXT Women's Champion. So I think I I know I want to see that, but like I'm just saying, like the like I said before, bro. They got I'm telling you, Sai. I'm I want you to save this podcast and mark my words when I say this. They got one more chance before people just completely uh uninvested in Bianca Belair as far as NXT goes. I'm telling you, like, if they don't call her up and they keep her there and she loses again in the big match, it's a wrap. I'm telling you, like, it's done. I agree from an NXT point of view. I think from a Raw and SmackDown point of view, they've done a good job with the Rumble. uh, Oh, yeah, I I think she'll be fine on Raw SmackDown. Bianca's just special. She's so charismatic and so different to everything all the other women do no one else is doing with the things she does the way she does um and she's special um i think so i saw some people say they think she's going to go to smackdown and then go into a triple threat with charlotte and rhea ripley i don't want to see that i want to see on friday night i want to see bailey come out and be like particularly if sasha's not going to be ready to go at mania to go sasha bailey I would want to see Bailey come out and say, I've beaten everywhere. No one can touch me, et cetera, et cetera. And then have Bianca Belair come out. uh, Oh, you good, my bad. I was just going to say, I think I'd like to see Bianca Belair come out and go after her and blah, blah, blah. But I think they're going to do Naomi. Naomi. But but, but isn't... um... Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's title against Carmella at Super Showdown. Like that's, a, I think that's official. She's defending the title. Yeah, I, I think uh, it is. I think. Well, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, no. What they're doing is Naomi is taking on Carmella this Friday, and the winner goes on the Super Showdown to face Bailey. That's what's happening. So I yeah. don't see her taking the title off Bailey before Ooh. Mania. I don't see anyone taking the title. I think maybe she, I think Bailey will drop the title at Mania. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. I, I think I think Carmella's gonna beat Naomi at Super Showdown. Yeah, there's and a good then, story I mean, no, no, she, to be told. She, she's gonna beat Naomi on Friday and then lose the Bailey at Super Showdown, and then they're gonna have Naomi beat Bailey for the SmackDown Women's title at WrestleMania. That's that's what I think. And then Naomi's from Florida, so so. There's a really good story to tell with Bailey and Carmella. And I feel like because they're using it as a filler program before they move to Naomi for Mania, they're not, they're rushing it and not telling the story as well as it could be, which is a shame. Um, Here's how about this then, mate? Naomi beats Bailey at Super Showdown for the title. Wait, so you you think Naomi's going to beat? No, no, I'm asking you as as an idea. Naomi beats Bailey at, uh, at, Super showdown. Mm. Um, if Sasha's ready to go, Sasha could screw her. Okay, but I will get to that bit. Um, and then you do like a number one contender match, maybe a a women's elimination chamber match. There's a mystery mm. mystery spot. Bianca Belair wins from the mystery spot in the elimination chamber, and you get an all African American women title match at WrestleMania in Bianca Belair versus Naomi. How about that? Do you think that, that would be good? 
Yeah, that, that that'd be cool. I, I I just think the match would be great in general, like regardless. Yeah, of, man. Regardless but no, I just um, I just think like they've done such a disservice to African American wrestlers over the years. They doing it's, about, they, it's about they, time they they, doing, they, they change doing, it. <laughs> they doing this dirty on Black History Month, man. <laughs> they, they doing this dirty. Like what I mean, we 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 got Keith Lee, Velveteen Dream, Flying High. Uh, who who else we got in in, in it, 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 bro? But it, it's a lot of independent wrestlers who doing like real real great thing. A lot of uh, African American independent, like Trisha Doy. She won the um the I, I can't remember the title name right now, but it's a a promotion in DC. Uh, she she was the first champion uh, of their promotion, so it, it, it was cool to see. I don't know if you I interviewed Trisha Door a while back. Uh, yeah, I remember you interviewing her. Yeah, it, it was cool, man. I saw the the video of her winning the title. I, I wish I'd have been there, but I had some other stuff that came up. But it was they, I saw the video, so it was, it was real cool to see her, you know, get that title victory. But yeah, as far man. as just WWE goes, that like they 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 have a real long track record of having african american wrestlers wait for that opportunity yeah like, like it, it just seems like for african americans in wwe it's just like well you know you got to wait your turn as far as when it comes to other people it's like one of those spur of the moment things or if the crowd super behind them or you know if they just the hot ticket at the moment type thing like but i mean that that, that dates back years and years and years like even like even going back to that ruthless aggression documentary, like I just realized that Shelton Benjamin was the only person from that class that didn't win the world title. Batista won it, Orton won it, Lesnar won it, Cena won it, Benjamin didn't win it. You know what I'm saying? And he, he was just as good as a wrestler as either of them were. I think he was probably the he most won. most gifted, like it just as far as like in ring technician goes, as far as like out of Orton, Cena, Batista, and Brock. Not maybe not character wise and physically, but when it comes to just in the ring, he was definitely better than all four of them. Like, and I don't even think that's up for debate. Like, just as far as the in ring technician goes, I think Sheldon was better than all of them, but he just didn't get that world title chance. Even though he had chances, but like he didn't ever get the you know get the get the ball. So. You know, we it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I, I'd be totally down for a Naomi Bianca Belair match. The the stands on Twitter are going to lose their their their, their stuff going crazy trying to debate who's going to win that match. But it, it, it's, it's going to be cool to see, man. Uh, I I still think they should go Sasha and Bailey. I think a lot of people just want to see that, and that, and, I, and I really think they just need to get that out of the way, like because you, you you like they've been teasing that for so long, bro. Like, and, and I think a, a part of me really doesn't want to see that match, bro, because I feel like a lot of people will end up comparing it to what they did at TakeOver Brooklyn, and I just think that was just like a real special night for them, and they just clicked, like everything just clicked the way it was supposed to, and I feel like if they go to Tampa and they don't deliver the way that people think they are, yeah. ugh, it, 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 it ain't going to be good, man. It ain't going to be good, because I, I I just feel like that's all people want to see. They're going to be like, are y'all going to do what y'all did at TakeOver Brooklyn? Are y'all going to do what y'all did at TakeOver Brooklyn? And if they don't, then what? Yeah, it could be problematic, you know. Mm. Um, so back to this uh, this match. What um, what were some of your favorite parts of this match? Uh, I, 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 one one thing I really like is that Bianca Belair, like she doesn't rely on the on the braid whip, like at all. Yeah, like, you don't yeah. you don't ever see it 
like Alessa's like big matches and I think that's just a credit to how good she is and how good she's become. Like the fact that she doesn't need to rely on that because everybody knows it's an easy part from the crowd. Like that's gonna get an easy reaction from everybody. So I mean that that, that was just one of my favorite things about the match. Uh and, and that somersault that Bianca did over the over the top rope, that was cool. Like that was real cool. Like she straight up flew over that thing and it was funny because she um she made sure to hold on to her braid so it didn't get caught mm-hmm. over the rope. Like that, that, that was cool. So yeah. Always thinking. Mm-hmm. It's my lady, University of Tennessee, right there, man. Education. Educated lady. Um yeah, so uh Rhea sent Bianca face first into the steps before Bianca sends her back into the ring. They counter each other on the top turnbuckle before Rhea hits the riptide for the pin and the win. Mm-hmm. And, and then as Rhea Ripley is celebrating, Charlotte attacks from behind and uh, telling her that she'll yeah. see her at WrestleMania. Holds up a title, drops it on Rhea, and then just for a good measure, attacks Bianca, throws her into the steps before we go to the commercial. Now, sir, that gives me hope. So, that gives me hope that maybe, just maybe, Bianca Belair might get added to that match. That gives me hope. Just a little bit of hope. Just a little bit of hope that she attacked Bianca just to add that in there. Bianca might have some reason to come back at her. So I'm I'm, I'm interested to see how that's going to go down. Uh, I, I think it was uh, reported. I mean, we're we going to see by the time this podcast is tomorrow. Uh, I think it was reported that Rhea Ripley is going to be at Raw tonight. And I don't see why she, Bianca Belair wouldn't be there because they're going to be in Washington again for Raw. So we're yeah. going to see. Mm. We're going to see. Be interesting. We're going to see. Um, guys, yeah. just before we uh, go, go on. Sorry, oh, no, you go That's all I had to say. I was just going to say, yeah, before we go into these last two matches and uh, then wrap up, um, I launched a T-shirt store, a Teespring store, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and for the next 30 days from today, uh, my Teespring store, all the T-shirts, mugs, iPhone cases, everything which is available there, uh, my cut of the, the the profits will be going to donate it to the victims of flooding in Wales recently, uh, particularly from the Rhondda Valley, which is close to where I live. Uh, so... Whilst it's not a lot, I'll probably try and match it as well of whatever's bought. So anything which is bought from the Ace Podcast Nation store on Teespring will be donated. My cut will be donated to the victims of the flooding in the Rhonda Valley. The address is www.teespring.com stroke stores stroke Ace dash podcast dash nation. Uh, I appreciate the support and I appreciate all the people who've bought merch already. But uh, the the my cut of that now for the next 30 days will be going to those people who've had their homes and possessions, cars ravaged, destroyed, and just had their lives turned upside down. That's cool, sir. That's, okay. that's real good, man. That's real good. Thank oh, you. wait, wait, we got, we got, wait, 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 sir. We got a little bit of a uh, little bit of breaking news, sir. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. We might have to take it. Yeah, the we might, we might, the newsman is coming. Might this is why we a, have the newsman. We might have to take a little news, detour. News beat. Okay, here news, we go. News here, here we go, Sal. Are you ready for this, sir? Ready. So, at uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, there will be a women's Elimination Chamber match. Uh, the winner will get a shot at Becky Lynch. Uh for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. It is going to be 
Shayna Baszler, Oscar, Ruby Riot, Natalia, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan. Uh, they will be in the Elimination Chamber match, and the winner will face Becky Lynch for the title. Um, yeah, they at good, WrestleMania. That's a good lineup. Yep, I think that's a real good lineup, and I think it's. Yeah, that is. A good I, lineup. I, I, like that. I, I, I think it's going to narrow down to Shayna Baszler and Oscar. I think that's who people like narrowing it down to because I I think Ruby yeah, Riot yeah, and Liv Morgan go offset. Maybe each other. Ruby Riot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, I agree. There it is. Yeah, this is uh, we got the news news beat Andrew on the go. Mm-hmm. News beat man breaking but, uh, breaking but, news. So, so so you think uh, Shayna gonna win the chamber? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, okay. I think that's uh, highly likely. Um, okay, let's move on to these last couple of matches before we uh, no, I think wrap this is it one. up, sir. No, the, because the, bros. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Adam I Cole match. Dude, the 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 tag team title man, that was the best match on the show to me. Yeah, I loved it. That Matt was, Riddle. That was a great match, bro. Superstar man. Superstar. That was a great Superstar. match. Um, so yeah, the NXT title, uh, tag team title match, the Broserweights versus the Undisputed Era, match of a night in my opinion, and as mm-hmm. Andrew just said, the match of a night in his opinion, uh, it was outstanding. But they made Matt Riddle look like the superstar that he is, and if Vince McMahon does not see it, <laughs> then he's more out of touch, more out of touch than we first thought. The Bobby because Fish, he is Fish Fry, the man. beast. The Bobby Fish. Yeah, Fish I hope fire. they don't like beat beat that into the the ground too much. They already got. They, they already did. They got shirts. They already did. We we we, we passed that point already. Yeah. <laughs> we passed that point already. It needs that needs to end now. I'm not, I don't need that. But uh, yeah, it is awesome. They brawl up the ramp after because they cut they cut the Bobby Fish fries fish promo and eventually <laughs> the undisputed era just goes running down the ramp and they. They just brawl some unbe- unbelievable like spots, and th- I I thought they did a good job of uh, giving Pete Pete Dunn some shine throughout the match as well. They didn't just focus on Matt Riddle, but Matt Riddle is so good and such a beast that it's difficult for him not to stand out. You know, as the as the kind of the star of the show, mm-hmm. but um. He is jacked, and he's. T- what I like is Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle have only been together what? Uh, since the Dusty Classic, and Disney. their chemistry exceptional. They they got real good chemistry. There we go. News beat man breaking the news. Oh man, the only, yeah, yeah. The, the, just real quick, man. The only thing that's gonna be disappointing about this, bro, they about to make Oscar lose again, boy. Jesus Christ. Well, hopefully she gets like screwed or something, so she gets. I'd like to see Oscar and Kyrie Sane fight face, uh, fire and desire at WrestleMania. I think that could be quite cool. Um, I think they probably gonna go. Uh, Kyrie and Oscar versus um versus uh Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Yeah, that'd be that that would be my preferred choice. But um happen. either but either they... of those two matches would be good. So you could do something where I don't know. 
But I, I'm, I'm like, Oscar, she in a rut, man. She in a rut. She in a real rough position, bro. Real what they need position. to do now, what they need to do now is, is they need to have her go on a tear. Definitely. Between now and the Illumination Chamber, just squashing fools. Definitely. Whilst also having her and Kyrie squashing people as well. So they're building the tag titles back into the mix. 100%. Then obviously she loses the Elimination Chamber, but then keep building up. So she's getting that streak going. Um, I agree. I agree. I'd quite like to see them give Oscar and Kyrie Zane like an undefeated streak. Um, like a like a year long streak where they just no one can beat them as a team. They can lose individually, but as a team, they're just unbeatable, and really build it up like they did the Oscar streak. I think that could be quite interesting TV. I agree. Um, so yeah, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn. They, I just think their their some of the moves, their chemistry, it's all so good, so good the way they've done it. They've they really they like opposites but they just their chemistry is good and what i liked is you had this seasoned tag team who've been tagging together longer than nxt's been a In thing yeah. and then you had <laughs> and you had pete pete dunn and matt riddle who've only been together like a month or two so there was points where they had miscommunications but it wasn't to turn one of them heel it was because they're not finely tuned like mm. the Undisputed Era. I really liked that part of the storytelling. I did wonder the second time when Matt Riddle, I think, hit him with the spear, yeah, yeah, with whether the spear. Pete Dunn was whether Pete Dunn was going to turn on Matt Riddle just briefly. But um, I'm glad they didn't. They have and got then, great and, chemistry. And then join the grizzled young vet. I, yeah, I, was, maybe. I, was, I was hoping, man. But you know, a boy can dream. We can dream. A man can dream. Grizzled young veterans. I am Liverpool's number one. <laughs> so, yeah, you had loads of near fall, like really good near falls in this match as well. This match was great. Um, they were, my favourite my favorite one was where they had, uh, it wasn't a near fall as such, but then, um, Sorry, um, my mind went blank then. Bobby Fish uh, kind of countered a submission on, and he had Matt Riddle's back. He was like on his mm. back with like a sleeper. And um, Kyle O'Reilly was had Pete Dunne in a, in a submission on the floor, and Matt Riddle smashes uh, Kyle O'Reilly in the knee to the face while he's <laughs> putting the submission on. Oh yeah, and then he falls that. back on Bobby that. Fish. It was mm. like like a real clever, awesome spot. Um, the finish comes when Kyle O'Reilly counters a bitter end before Matt Riddle accidentally spears Pete Dunne and is dumped out of the ring. The Undisputed Era hit the chase in the dragon for a near fall, and then Pete counters the Undisputed Era before Matt gets a blind tag. The bros take out Undisputed Era with the hit in the fish with their finisher for the pin and the win, and the emotion... Yeah, that was that cool. They showed that on Riddle's cool. face was so was cool. cool. You, you you could tell they were amped up. That was cool. That was cool to see, man. That yeah, great match. Cool great, great yeah. match. That, that, like I said okay. before, that, that this was the best match on the show, man. And this is the best match on the show for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100 percent 
Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I've watched that match twice. Um, I'm going to watch the whole card again um, when I go to bed now. Um, but but that was super cool. Um, and then we had your main event, which was shocking in the end. Um, I think it, most people thought that Tommaso Ciampa was going to win this mm. against Adam Cole. The Undisputed Era has been dropping the titles and, and unraveling. I th- and Oh, yeah. I, 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 thought... I, I definitely think that's still happening. I, I, I just think it's like a slow breakdown. Like, uh, Roderick Strong lost the North American title. Tag titles got lost tonight. And Adam Cole going to drop the title in Tampa to Lord knows who. Because I can't, I can't call it right now. Like, I really can't. I don't know who the hell they no, put and... up against Champa. Like, the only person I can think of right now is Balor. Like, that's legit the only person I could think of right now. Velveteen probably... Dream. There we go. There we go. There, I'm switching my pick. There we go. Velveteen Dream versus Cole in Tampa. And Velveteen Dream finally, 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 sir, gets the NXT championship. And then after the, the night after Raw, the, uh, the Raw after WrestleMania, Undisputed Era turns up on Raw and oh, uh, Paul Heyman uh, to book him. There we there go. There we go. And you, 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 you know Can what? you imagine the pop? Wait, you, 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 and I, and I think that's, I, I think seeds may have been planted for that when they were like, when they were doing the invasion thing, and they would always mm-hmm. like go like face to face with the club, but they never would really fight. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they never threw hands, but they were always like they tease that. They always tease it, and I think that was like them, 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 them like little seeds like that. Like I, I think that's what that exactly what that was. So when they finally do drop all the titles, go to Raw, and then they actually do the, you know what I'm saying, the match. But I mean, the club. But I mean, it's just three members of the club. So maybe Bobby Fish might have to sit this one out. They could bring someone in. I love Bobby Fish. No, sir. Finn Balor could come no, in sir. for a short no, run. No, no, short sir. run. Short no, run. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> they could. Um, I I thought that there was a point where I thought they might put Nakamura with the club just for to separate it from like Bullet Club as such. Mm. So it's still like just make it a separate stable and use the links to Japan though to make it makes sense but um so yeah towards the this is an awesome match as well um towards the the end of the match the final stretch of this match was amazing like incredible wasn't it like the 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 final stretch of this match was it it was real good like i i see a lot of people like they complain about a lot of near falls and stuff like that like but that that, that's like wrestling in general now you see that all the time like at everywhere like that's just like the thing and like people were invested, so I mean it, it was a, it was a real good match. Like I think the like you remember how me and you talked about um, uh, Naito and Okada. Like it was like the final stretch that really made that match great. Like it was the same thing with Cole and Champa. Like the the the, yeah. the begin the beginning portion was it was good. It was real good, but like it was that final stretch of near falls and you know the outside interference and that 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 made the match great. And then you know Johnny Gargano's turn. Like that's what that's what took the match to the next level. Yeah, this was the end. Very end of it was like overbooked, but overbooked well. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought it, when uh, Adam Cole hit a load of super kicks, hit the last shot on Champa, but Champa rolled out of the ring, and that was like the 
the the trigger point where it just went up to just another level mm-hmm. um he rolled out um champa then hit an air raid crash onto the apron then adam cole hit a panama sunrise off the announce table onto the floor before he rolled champa back into the ring champa hit the widow's bell where willow's bell into the fairy tale ending real, real quick sir can we talk about how champa made a grown-ass man chant daddy's home and kissed his forehead I ain't never seen nothing like that in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Like this was like a full blown grown. Like he looked like he had kids. Like weird. He made not not even. I mean, it just depending on how you look at it, it was just like the she fact is that what it is, isn't it? this dude was so like invested. Like yeah, he, he went crazy when Champa kissed his forehead. Like he dude lost it. Like he saw chanting "Daddy's home." I was like, what in the hell? But that was great at the same time. I was like, what the hell is going on in Portland? But <laughs> what but, is going on? But I but I mean that that just goes to show you, man, how invested people are and just how fun wrestling can be if you just enjoy it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um yeah, Champa hits the widow Willow's bell and the fairy tale ending. Isn't his daughter named Willow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, and near four, they exchange submissions. Then Adam Cole gets to the ropes. Roderick Strong distracts the referee before Fish and O'Reilly hit Champa with a high low. Uh, another near fall. Then Champa sends Adam Cole up the ring onto the rest of the Undisputed Era before taking out Strong. And Adam hits another Lotus Kicks, uh, Super Kicks this time into the last four for another near fall. Then Kyle. Hands Adam Cole the belt. Champa's ready for it, and they they made Champa look very clever throughout. They didn't give him stupid baby say baby face syndrome until the end. Um, mm. And then I mean even that you can excuse. Uh, and then Adam sends Champa into the referee out of the ring before Champa takes out Kyle O'Reilly, hits Adam Cole with the fairy tale ending. But there's no ref. The ref the uh, the crowds like count to ten or whatever. And then Johnny Gargano shows up and gets the belt. And you think he's going to give it to Champa. And it's like, what, what, what synergy? This pure, beautiful, they're going to, Champa's going to help, uh, Gargano's going to help Champa beat Adam Cole. Beautiful yes, storytelling. <laughs> uh-uh. Johnny Gargano hits Champa with the belt. And Adam Cole covers him for the pin and the win. Did you expect? that oh hell no 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 what, what, oh, what, hell happened, no. what, what, what i thought was gonna happen was i i thought champ was gonna be adam cole that's what i thought was gonna happen and then i thought killer cross was going lay out champa that's what i was thinking i was not expecting gargano in the slightest but i think it was also a creative way to give gargano back like some momentum because he literally just got he literally just lost so i think that was a good way to get him back in the mix and like i mean do 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 I like necessarily still care for this Champa Gargano feud? No, but I mean I ain't complaining. Like as long as they put on a great match, then that's all I care about. And what I really yeah. think is gonna happen is like I I think they need to like they need to do a specialty match, bro. Like they need to do like a Hell in a Cell or something like that. Like that that needs to happen. Like it can't just be no regular smegular one two three. Like it. Yeah, they 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 they, 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 they 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 already did that. They did last man standing. Yeah. They did like uh, they did street fight. 
they did well Cole and Champa did, did a three. cage match, didn't they? Yeah, they did a cage. Like they, I'd they, like they, to see NXT do a hell in the cell match. Yeah, man, they, they, that could be they, real cool. They need they need to do that, man. And I mean I mean and and, and, and then if they do that, I mean maybe they do run Balor versus Cole and then have Champa and Gargano main event, I guess. I mean, because this is just because of the match type. So, mm. they, they, do you know what they're going to do? Three stages of hell. They already did that. Oh, yeah. remember, remember when Adam yeah, Cole yeah, and yeah. Tommaso Tampa did that? What, what was that? That was that one. That that was that. Um. Uh. What was takeover? Was that takeover? No. No. That that was at War Games. No. 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 no that that wasn't three stages. No, they, 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 in the war games match let me see because i i know they did a three stages three stages of hill match no that, that was cole and gargano that was cole okay. and gargano wait three stages of hill nxt uh three stages of hill yeah that that was that that was nxt takeover toronto too adam cole gargano three stages of hill that's exactly what that was mm-hmm so you already so, did that. Yeah. So we had a question for you, which was, um, is there a disconnect with Gargano's attitude, behavior, and mannerisms in the Bala match, then less than an hour later turning heel on Champa? Mm, I, 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 I agree to a, like a certain extent. I just think it's that people are sort of like, like, they, people are like losing that, Thing with Johnny Gargano, like it's like I, I just think that he's NXT burnt out because he's done yeah. everything in NXT, and like we already had our our dose of you know the Johnny Johnny wrestling. Like we want to see him on top of the mountain, and we want to see him do this, and we want to see him do that. Like we already had that, we already had that moment. So like it's like you okay, you take away from that, you turn him heel. We had a good heel run. I remember when he beat Ricochet for the title. Every I was like, kudos, like they they turned him heel. So I mean. You know, they gave him the thing, but now it's just like, like, because I feel like it's only so many layers that you can go just with Johnny Gargano as far as his character goes. Like, I don't, I don't really like. I'm, I'm just more so invested in in the type of match that they're going to put on. Like, I'm not really invested in the feud because, like, like what else can you possibly show me from these two that we haven't seen already? They had three matches already, bro. Like, yeah, three, yeah, it's big, difficult, isn't it? Like three big time matches. This one, like regular matches, like they they killed it at Takeover New Orleans. Like that was one of the best matches on the card. They had a real good match at they had a real good street fight, Takeover Chicago, and then they had a real good match, the Last Man Standing match. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's like it's only so much so much you can do now. Like I mean, the only thing to do, I think, is you gotta go big. You gonna go big, go hell in the cell, and finish it off. And then, like you, like how you said earlier in the podcast, sing Gargano off because Gar- so one of them got to go. Like it, you, you, you can't have this next match, and then one, they, they both stay in the next and think everything's supposed to be, you know, fine yeah, and dandy. It's, like it's not gonna work, is it? It's, it's time to go. Like I don't even think it's left anything left for Gargano to do in NXT. Bro, been an NXT tag team champion, NXT North American champion, won an NXT title. What do you want to? What do you want to challenge Charlotte Flair next? Like or Rhea Ripley? Like, yeah. like it's, 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 it's nothing else for him to do. Like, it's time for him to move on, man. 
I know he NXT for life, but like I'm I'm just saying like I, I genuinely don't think it's like anything left for him in NXT to do unless you just want him to be that guy who you turn Dolph Ziggler. That's what you want to do. Turn to Dolph Ziggler. Let him be the guy who face all the new guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think he could do a good um, a good job um, on like a Raw and especially under Paul Heyman. I think that could be. And then, and then he, he have to do just, you can have him work at 205 Live too. He can do both. Andrew Gaza does both. Leo Rush yeah. does both. You can have him do both. Have him do both. Yeah, man. Right. I agree completely. Um, right. Before we go, real go quick, on. before we go. Oh, actually, go. one question quick. Um, yeah. When Johnny Gargano came out, um, and he had the belt in his hands, and he looked like he was going to give it to Champa. Did you expect him to turn heel at any point before he turned? No. Nah, what, 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 what I thought, what I thought was, I thought he was going to have do, do the dumb baby face thing, like, no, you got to win the match fair and square. Like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that's what. I, no, but what I thought was, I thought he was going to like push the belt towards him. But then, like, once I saw him look up at at, at, uh, at Champ, I was like, oh, here we go, here we go. They about to do it again. So yeah, I mean we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Takeover Tampa's only two months away. So but before we go, sir, before we wrap the podcast up, because the next time that we'll be back is for AEW Revolution. And we will be recapping Super Showdown and Revolution, right? Because Super Showdown is two days before Revolution. Okay, so we got Yeah, Isn't we there got... something else as well that we can? No, it's, it's, no, it's not. So, so it's, it's super it's so showdown much on, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, super showdown on Thursday, and then um, revolution. Revolution. Yeah. So we'll do. We'll focus on revolution, and we'll skip through the the super showdown. And then the week after that, we got elimination chamber. It's one of my favorite pay per views. Elimination yeah. chamber. I love it. Yeah, but again, before we go, sir, we got to make our uh, predictions for uh, Revolution and Super Showdown. So we could just run through these real quick. I got to think up and then we could wrap the podcast up. So we pull this up real quick and then we could just make our quick, quick little predictions. So here we go. First up, we got the New Day defending the SmackDown tag titles against the Miz and John Morrison. I think the Miz and John Morrison are going to win the tag titles. I concur completely. We, I'm uh, I'm ready ready for a heel Morrison and Miz title run. As long Brock, as I get loads of dirt sheet vignettes. Then we got Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. Ricochet gonna win by a squash. <laughs> we 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 got Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in the steel cage match. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Couldn't care less about this match, I gotta be honest. I, I I I think I think uh does anyone care about this match anymore? I don't know, Seriously, man. like does anyone <laughs> I, I I I think Ken Corbin gonna win, man. I think he's gonna get his win back. I think he's gonna get his win Baron back. Corbin's mum doesn't even care about this match anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so after that we got the fiend, Bray Wyatt defending the universal title against uh Mr. Goldberg. You know what I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping for the I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the internet to go up in flames. <laughs> that's what I, that's I, what I want. If they do this man dirty, I'm gonna be so 
angry. Um, I just don't see why there's no logic to putting hey, the hey, title hey, on Goldberg. There's hey, just not. It happened to Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it's different because yeah, I think it's different. It is different. It is different. I'm just messing. It just doesn't seem to be like there's no logic to doing it. There's no makes no sense. So I'm going to go, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, even though they don't really deserve it. And I'm going to say the fiend is going to win. Answer this question for me. If you, if you were running, if you were running it, right. And, and I'd have the fiend squash him. No, no but look, if, if, and you, and all you wanted was for Goldberg to get the pop, get the big win pop. Wouldn't you do it at Saudi Arabia opposed to doing it at Elimination Chamber in Philly? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would, but I wouldn't exactly. do it now. <laughs> You know what I would do is I'd have the fiend no sell like the all his moves and that and do the normal fiend match. Then I'd finally have like Goldberg do like a big finisher, so he's gonna win. And then I would have like Matt Riddle appear oh, on the apron, on the apron and <sighs> kick him or something, or just do something to cost him. That but, would be what I would book. But but one one thing that for sure, like I'm like being completely serious. This match is not does not need to go over 10 minutes. Like this No, like, no, God, no. This needs to be like nine, eight, seven minutes. Like get all the good stuff in and, and end it immediately. The best fiend match has been the Finn Balor match where it was quick. They gave Finn some spots, but it was like I'm I not I, saying it should be as dominant as that. Oh no, 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 sorry. Daniel Bryan match. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, I, I, th- I think but, that one was real good. Like give yeah. I think the Daniel Bryan matches, and if you give Goldberg his, you know, his his spots, but ultimately the fiend is too strong, and do that in eight to ten minutes. Sort so uh, after that, we got the gauntlet match for the two weight trophy. Uh, we got AJ Styles, Andrade, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, R Truth, and Rusev. Sir, I think R Truth is winning this because he has a documentary premiering on the network right after. And they yeah, just, and, so. and, and 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 I feel like they just going. Use that as a way to make him look like a dumbass on TV, which I'm not a fan of. And they just gonna give him like have him do something ridiculous with the trophy. Not a fan, but I, I'm 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 really think that this documentary that they like I'm like I'm really excited to see this documentary, bro, about our truth because like we always see him joking and playing on TV and stuff all the time. Like it, it's it's a it's a lot of stuff that people don't know about our truth. Like, and I feel like people are about to get like a real. I, I think people gonna really get behind him after this documentary and then they just gonna completely ruin it by having him look like a fool on Monday Night Raw with running around with the trophy so there's that yeah he's very talented I agree I'll I'll go with you with that one so uh let, let me ask you this just real quick uh, bringing up Andrade so do you think I I've I seen a couple people talk about the idea of them them doing uh Andrade versus Angel Garza versus Ray versus Humberto at WrestleMania in the ladder match for the US title yeah that'd be awesome however I quite like the idea of um, someone put together um, of uh, led by Selena Vega with and Andrade, um, Gaza and Humberto as a tag team, and there was someone else as well, not Ray, as like a young up and coming. I can't remember who the the, the young and up and comer was. But um, I really like that as a stable. And I think Humberto 
being a heel for a, for a while could really help him get over as a babyface, where mm-hmm. he can just get his promos down a bit and he can get his just get to grips maybe with some of the stuff away from the ring work. And yeah, we already I like that idea. And then we already talked about the SmackDown uh, women's title situation, so we're gonna breeze past that. Uh, AEW Revolution, uh, February 29, twenty twenty, uh, in Chicago. We got Chris Jericho defending the AEW World Title against John Moxley. I think Chris Jericho is gonna retain, and I think they're going to run it back at double or nothing in Moxley's hometown of Las Vegas for his residency in Las Vegas, and then they're gonna bring it full circle. One year after John Moxley debuted at Double or Nothing is where he wins the AEW World Title. And then that's when they begin the run of John Moxley in AEW, sir. Yeah, I think that that's a good, a good plan. Um, and they've given then Jericho a good year, or so. Um, yeah, good run. Is the first champion. I like it. Yeah. And then we got uh, well, Cody got to beat Warlow this Wednesday in a steel cage match. But I think we all know that's Cody. Mike Cody's gonna win that match. But we got Cody versus MJF. I think you get MJF to win. I really do. I think you get yeah, him to win. Get him to win. Yeah, you got it. I think um, to really cement him as this bastard heel, you got to mm-hmm. give him the big win over the Cody, who's the 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 like the the hero baby face. Yeah, and uh, right right after that, we got uh Adam Page and Kenny Omega. They're going to be defending the AEW World Tag Team Titles against the winners of the of a Battle Royal uh this Wednesday. It's basically all the teams in AEW, but what I think is going to happen is I think um. Butcher and the Blade are going to win, and they're going to face Omega and Hangman at Revolution, and then they're going to do Hangman and Omega versus the Bucks at Double or Nothing, and then the Bucks finally win the tag titles. I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a lot. Did you see them? Have you seen Being the Elite from so, today? Yeah. So like where Hangman's going yeah, around he... trying to get um yeah mm-hmm. get everyone to attack the Young Bucks and that. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that's why uh, I think Butch and the Blade gonna win, and then you know they're gonna lose a revolution, and then we're gonna get uh, Omega and Page versus the Bucks at Double or Nothing, and I think that match is going to slap. And hopefully, I'm there. Yeah, it's gonna to be see a, it. Gonna be a banger. And then we have Jake Hager versus Dustin Rose. I have zero interest in this match. I think it is going to suck. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's gonna be good. I liked the fact that they weren't having hey, Jake Hager hey, wrestle. Replace honest. Jake Hager with Jeff Cobb, please, immediately. Yeah, replace replace him good. with Jeff Cobb, please. Inter- that was an interesting little twist that uh, having uh, Jeff Cobb turn up, I thought that was very, uh, very interesting because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the Ring of Honor and the, the aid and dynamic. Um, yeah, interesting because uh, he's still advertised, still advertised for Ring of Honor. Yeah, no, but Cobb, he uh, he re like with Ring of Honor instead of signing an exclusive deal uh, last month, he decided to do a per show thing, per show contract. So that, that that's the type of thing he's doing right, with Ring right. of Honor. Yeah, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. So, <laughs> so, so Cobb, yeah, so Cobb a, got it sweet. That's an interesting choice from uh, Ring of Honor to, to, to do that. Agree, agree. But I to guess that. if he said I, if he said I'm not going to sign if, unless you let me do it, it's like, do you keep him or do you let him go? Right. 
they keep, probably wanted to keep him. So keep let him do what he wants. So they have to so now, give so, to his. Uh, so now I get to work New Japan, Ring of Honor, and AEW. So and he's gonna be main. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be main event next week. I mean this week against John Moxley. So there we go. Jeff Cobb making money, making the town, sir. And then he's gonna be on Supercard of Honor. So making making that bread. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's that's about it. That's it, my friends. Going uh, on two guys, hours. That's not not too bad. We just that ain't, tangents, mate. It's the that, tangents that, which yeah. uh, get us every time. We just talk mm-hmm. about all sorts of stuff. Um, guys, check out Andrew's YouTube channel, Andrew Thompson Interviews. Just check put one out today. Andrew's. Yeah, man. Check out Andrew's work on uh, Post Wrestling at Post Wrestling on Twitter. And uh, check out his Twitter at AD Thompson underscore underscore, which you can see just under his beautiful face by there. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at AceCast underscore Nation because I joined Instagram this week. Yeah. Down with the kids. <laughs> I'm down with the kids. Um, all our videos, youtube.com slash Nation, and all our audio is up at Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, wherever you can get podcasts, you will find us. Andrew, my friend. Thank you for joining me. Before you end the show, one last yeah, thing. Man. Before you end the show. Okay, bro. Oh, <laughs> Podcast Network.